Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. humans i love you so deeply welcome to the have you heard podcast my name is emma may jenkins and today is a special day because we are getting to have a dear friend and sister of mine kirby minnick on the show with us and it is going to be a blast we are talking about our identity in christ what does that even mean what does it mean to live that out what does it mean to rest in that so friends you don't want to miss this episode today faith comes by hearing so grab your headphones and let's get into the word Oh my gosh, Emma, I, I'm so excited that we're doing this. Literally when you reached out to me and you're like, I want to record a podcast. I was like, yes, it's time. So I'm just, I'm so pumped to be here and to specifically be talking about identity because I think that is, that is one of the most important things that we as Christians need to be secure in because I feel like everything flows from that. So I'm pumped that you want us to talk about that today. Yes, I am so excited because I truly believe that where you believe your identity lies, it overflows into every other aspect of your life. The decisions you make, the way you see yourself, the way you see others. So I, I really believe this is very much a foundational conversation. So I am really excited, but I want all of the listeners to kind of hear about the beauty of Kirby, like introduce yourself, <laughs> tell people who you are, what you're about, what you do. Just tell us about you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So my name is Kirby Minnick. I'm sure some of y'all know me because Emma and I, we've done podcasts before in the past. We actually met through this amazing organization called How to Life Movement with our friend Jordan Whitmer. So that's kind of where Emma and I uh, stem from and our awesome friendship that we've got going on. But um, I am a social media influencer slash preacher slash podcaster. I just really have a heart to see people not only um, just know Christ and, and hear about Christ, but to truly walk in a relationship with Jesus, to be equipped, to be empowered, to be engaged with his word. Um, and I really feel like media is one of the biggest mission fields that we have, like this generation has access to. And so I'm on YouTube, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok. My username's Kirby is a boss. So if you want to look yeah. me up, you can. But um, I just, and my podcast, it's Bought and Beloved. Emma and I are on the same amazing network, Converge. And it's just, it's just really cool that, um, you know, God really gave me a passion to, to not only just entertain people and, and do the whole influencer thing and whatnot and be a content creator, but he's been able to just open up so many doors of opportunity for me to be able to um, communicate his word and see people thrive and truly walk in freedom and forgiveness and all of that good stuff. So it's been an absolute honor to be able to 
to do that to serve people and to do that alongside amazing people like Emma as well. So um, I guess it's a little bit about me. I graduated, was it last year from Dallas Baptist University, go Patriots. And I just, I, I really love Jesus. I really do. So I guess that's a little bit about me in short. You're such a stellar human. <laughs> You seriously are. And you speak from such a place of authenticity and what you do, it's it's genuine. Like I once heard a pastor speaking about going private before you go public. And what's so cool is that on all of your platforms, you desire to see people, like you said, be equipped in truth to live out the incredible purpose that the Lord so beautifully has knit within them to live out, but you not only like encourage others to do that, you yourself are doing that. And so you are walking the walk sister. And I speak as just a firsthand witness that it is just so encouraging. It is so inspiring to see someone from a a place of, from the inside out, living out what they're teaching. So just know that like, Wow, you have people in your corner cheering you on, and I'm thankful I get to be one of those people because you're the real deal. Dude, I'm so encouraged by you. I literally feel like every time we we talk with each other, it's just like, now let me encourage you. Now let me encourage you. Like, just back and forth. Seriously, Emma, you're the best. I'm so happy that we're doing this together and that, I mean, you're a powerhouse of the gospel as well. So this is, I mean, iron sharpens iron. That's the only way I can really describe what this is right here. So I'm... I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this topic. I'm inspired by you as well. And so I'm just, I'm so excited to see what the Lord's going to do with this conversation today. Thank you for that encouragement. That means so much to me, more than you know. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's truth. It's truth. Going even more into the conversation of identity in Christ, I kind of wanted to just start this conversation and simply ask from your own walk with the Lord, your knowledge of His Word, your your experience teaching people to Kirby Minnick, like what does it mean for our identity to be in Christ? Like what does that even practically look like into words? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think how I would describe what it looks like to have our identity in Christ is to truly know that we are fully loved, fully known, and fully forgiven by him. When you know who you are in Jesus, I think you that encompasses understanding um, the gospel, the gospel's entirety, because it's it's through what Jesus did on the cross that you know He died for our sins. So it's recognizing you know our depravity as as humans and our need for a savior, um, and understanding that you know because of Jesus and because we put our faith, our hope, uh, and we love Him and and receive what He did on the cross, dying for our sins and overcoming that three days later. Praise Jesus! But um, that we now get to walk in freedom, we get to walk in fullness, we get to walk in truth, we get to walk in forgiveness, we get to be empowered, we get to have the fruits of the Spirit as a result of of Him working in our life. I mean, to have your identity in Jesus is to to walk in the life that we were always called to live. Um, I think back Mm -hmm. to the garden, you know, and it's just so interesting that both the believer and even the non-believer recognize that this is not how it's supposed to be, right? The world that we live in today. And we think back to the garden, we think back to Adam and Eve before the fall of humanity. And it's like, that's 
that was perfection. Like that is how we were called to live, right? In perfect unison and unity with the Lord. But then there was that fall that happened. But I believe our identity in Christ redeems us back to that state where it's like, okay, this is how we were always meant to live and to be, to be in this perfect relationship with Jesus, where we knew no shame, where, um, you know, we didn't have to listen to these lies, where we didn't have to doubt who we are in Him and who God is. Um, I think identity also encompasses not just us knowing who we are, uh, but more so knowing who God is, because it really is like looking in a mirror. The more that you pursue after Jesus, the more that you know the heart and the character of God and understand that we were made in his image. I think that gives us a clear picture of not only who we are, but how we are called to live, how we are called to treat other people. It all just really flows from this knowledge and this relationship of God, of being in relationship with him. So I know that's kind of an abstract and a big answer, but if I had to describe what it looks like to know your identity in Jesus, it is to know Jesus and to be transformed by him because our being flows from him. Kirby, yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Just such truth straight from the word. It's so true that like whenever we are walking in relationship with the Lord, when we are abiding in him, we are given, like you said, a clear picture of who we are because we are being able to walk in relationship with the very one who made us. That's so huge. Like we read that all throughout scripture, like in first Peter two, nine, we read that God Mm -hmm. has called us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light so that we can proclaim the goodness of who he is. And now we are his royal priesthood. We are his holy nation. That's who we are. And even like in John 14, 27, where Jesus says, my peace, I give you my peace. I leave with you. And I do not give to you as the world gives. Like, as you said, that believer and non-believer, like take note that this world, like it's not how it should be. And Jesus says, he's addressing that saying, yeah, it's not. So I'm giving you something that this world can't offer. So don't be afraid. Don't let your hearts be troubled. And even in that, it declares what you just said, that whenever you know the Prince of Peace, whenever you know the giver of peace, you're able to walk in peace in your own life because you're seeing him for who he is and being able to rest in him as you were made to do. Like, wow, you you laid that out so, so clearly and so beautifully. And, and I love how you always draw it back to the Lord. Because I think sometimes whenever we talk about identity, while it is, yes, we're discovering who we are, sometimes we can let it be very much self-focused in an unhealthy way of, okay, well, if I'm talking about my identity, then it's based on what I do. It's based on what I look like. It's based on my accomplishments. And it's based on the best image I can picture myself in. And it can almost be exhausting, um, but there's true rest whenever you realize, no, I find out who I am whenever Mm -hmm. I look to the one who is greater than me. And I'm then able to to see myself more beautiful than what I could have ever pictured myself on my own. Amen. And that's something I just love how you said that because that that definitely speaks 
to me. Like, I know it's going to speak to everybody else, but that speaks to me specifically because something that I really struggle with and have to continue to bring before the Lord is that I will place my identity in my works uh, rather than resting in who God says I am. And there's this amazing book that I read while I was in university in this one class called um, DCM, Developing a Christian Mind, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it, it, is, it was such a good class. We read the best books, but there was this one book called The Call. I forget who, who wrote it, but y'all can just look that up if you want. And it focuses on how we as believers, we have two callings in our life. Um, and I think we so closely associate our calling with our identity. We, we associate what we do with who we are. But, but the problem is, is that so often at times we think that what we do proceeds who we are when the reality mm -hmm. is who we are propels us into what we do. Uh, and so something that God really really had to kind of sit me down and like help me understand and find security in and confidence in is that it is from my being uh which which produces my doing my doing comes from my being like we are called mm -hmm. first and foremost as children of god um i think of uh oh, what's the scripture john 1 12 that's one of my favorite scriptures and i quote it all the time but to all who did receive him who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god like our first calling our primary identity the foundation of everything is is who he says we are who we are in him that we are beloved that we are his children that we are enough that we have been redeemed all of these things that are not because of what we do. It is simply because of what Jesus did and who he says we are. Um, and from that, we are propelled into what it is that we are able to do. And yes, we can identify with those things. Like I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm a this. I'm a decide. Like I, I do all these things. But, but we can't get caught up in, like you said, the performance aspect of it. You know what we're, what we're doing, what we're putting out there. Because if we put so much emphasis and make that our identity, then I think that can really affect our relationship with God. We get into this performance-based mode where if we do stumble, if we do sin, if we don't, you know, meet this standard that and this pressure that we put on ourselves, we we can feel like we're not a good Christian, or that we failed God, or that our relationship must not be authentic, or He must not be real. Like, the enemy can get a real foothold if we try and place our identity in what we do rather than having it first and foremost be in who God says we are. So mm -hmm. you saying that, I just wanted to to touch on that because I think that's a trap that we fall into, especially nowadays, since we live in such a hustle and bustle and grind you know, kind of system and society. Like, you know, you get four hours of sleep, the hustle never stops, you gotta work. But it's like, that's not our identity. God calls us to do the opposite. Like, yes, we're to go out because the harvest is ready and the workers are few and we got work to do. But it's through resting. It's through abiding. It's through being still and knowing God that we get to know who we are, have that confidence. So our cup is full so we can go out and do what we're called to do, you know? Kirby, yes. I, I feel like I'm being hyped up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters.
I wanted to take a break in our show today to tell you about an online parenting event that you or someone you know definitely won't want to miss. We're living in strange and difficult days, wouldn't you say? And I think it's safe to say that parents feel the pressure to lead in their homes especially well right now. But wouldn't it be nice to feel the freedom to check that perfectionism at the door and become the perfectly imperfect parent God actually called you to be? It's time to sign up today for the Perfectly Imperfect Christian Parenting event that will be held on October 23rd through 24th. This completely digital event was designed to give parents the practical and spiritual help needed to grow as leaders in the home, and it's an easy and accessible digital format. With more than 40 available talks, you'll hear from amazing speakers like Aaron and Jamie Ivey, Mark Batterson, Jonathan Pitts, Nicole Zasowski, the Duck Dynasty Robertson family, and many, many more. Tickets are only $49, so we invite you or a parent that you love to register today for this digital Christian parenting event. Visit perfectlyimperfect.org to sign up today. Now, let's get back to today's show. It makes me think of um, one time I remember, this was about a year and a half ago, and I was sitting in my room, and my dad walks into my room, and he he's just so cool. (laughs) And he sat down with me and he said, Emma, I want you to imagine as though all of your titles are taken away. Like kind of like put yourself in Job's shoes. Like Job was stripped of his kids, his property, his help, his wealth. Like he, he was stripped of, of a lot of things that according to this world, like you tie your name to those things. You tie your worth and your value to those things. And in a similar sense, my dad said, Emma, imagine if your titles of author, YouTuber, podcaster, girlfriend at the time, um, all like daughter, like if my family was taken away from me, he said, imagine if all of those things were taken away from you. He said, who, who are you? And, and I sat there and he said, Emma, you are a daughter of the Lord. That it just reminded me of that whenever you were saying how, yes, what we do matters. What we do, like it, it has beauty and it has meaning, but it is not the source of our worth. It is not the source of our security and our our identity, but rather it should be an overflow. It should be the fruit that is produced from which our identity comes. And that is that it is by grace through faith that we have been saved. And as you said from John 1, 12, that we have been given the right to be called children of God. So it's like the Lord gives, the Lord takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord because it is in him where I find my security. Wow. Wow. And I wanted to ask you, so like you kind of hit on this a little bit of like, that was something that the Lord really had to sit you down and so gently walk this out with you of getting out of a performance for your worth type mindset. Like, go into that a little bit more of a time where you really like wrestled with where your identity came from. Dang, that's a good question. 
I'm trying to think back to like a specific moment, but I, I think back to the time where God put that lesson on my heart and it was, oh man, when was that? My senior year of university? Yeah, I went with this amazing organization called Israel Collective to Israel. And um, I remember just, we were, <laughs> this sounds so, so like Christianese. We were sitting on the Sea of Galilee and we were all just worshiping the Lord. Like we really were. And it was so good. And I just, I remember that was a rough season for me. Like that fall season was rough because I, I was just questioning like, God, why am I doing what I'm doing? I'm not feeling fulfilled. I I just feel like everything I'm doing is in vain. I feel like I'm not enough. Like I was just really wrestling wrestling with identity and purpose, you know? Like why why am I doing what I'm doing? Like and almost just feeling like I was disappointing God because I wasn't doing enough. Like I was just mm-hmm. I was just on this track of well, I need to be producing this and that and this and that. Like I just I felt like I needed to have my hands on every single thing because being a Christian influencer, and maybe you can relate to this, Emma, it's, it's been easy for me in the past to look at my, my friends who, you know, I'm championing and I'm linked arms with and to see them doing all the things that I want to do. And I'm like, God, like, why am I not doing those things? Like, there must be something wrong with me. I must have missed the mark with something like just having this identity crisis. And I remember as we were sitting like I said, on the Sea of Galilee on a boat there, that God was like, you know, I like I have called you to be still and to know me. And he's like, well, what is like, what does that mean? And I was just like, to be still and know God, because I, I was praying. I was like, God, like, what do you want me to do? What new work do you want me to do? What's the next project you want me to do? He's like, I just want you to be. And I was like, what What does that even mean to be like that's not, like what God were you talking about? He's like to be still. And to know God, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Thinking about that, meditating on that, that scripture, that truth. It's in Psalm 4610. Like, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, to be still is to to halt, to rest, to to hush. Uh, like, you know, in in was it in the New Testament when Jesus tells the sea to be still, he's literally telling the sea to hush, to be quiet, <laughs> to like to stop. And I really felt like God was saying, like, okay, hush, like you're, you know, you're your mentality, your anxiety, your, your worry, your struggle, your strife, all these things, like just hush for a second and know who I am, like rest in me, abide in me. Because again, as I stated earlier, it's from that place of, of kind of taking a step back and just looking at who God is. Um, And again, from that understanding who we are, who we have been created to be and what we are called to do from that, uh, that, that I was able to kind of step back into the things that I was doing and to understand and recognize the meaning in it, if that makes sense. So I can't think of a specific time where I had this big wrestle with identity where I didn't know who I was and what I was doing because the moment I gave my life to Jesus, I knew what I was called to do. Uh, But my struggle and my wrestle was putting my identity in my works and trying to earn God's love when it was Kirby, you are already loved. Like, like just know who I am and know that if you were to never do anything ever again, the simple fact that you've received me and you know, you know me and therefore I fully get to know you and be in that relationship with you. Like that's enough. That's enough. I don't have to lift a finger to earn more worth or earn more value or more love from God. Like he is well pleased in me. And I think back to um, 
in scripture, when Jesus was baptized, something that's so interesting about that scripture is that, you know, Jesus is baptized and this is before his ministry, before he did anything in the name of the Lord, that God speaks over him. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. It was before Jesus did the miracles, before he walked on water, before he died and was resurrected, that God was well pleased in him. But again, it's like, faith without works is dead. We should go on to, to work and to do and to proclaim the name of Jesus and fulfill our calling. But we need to be secure in the fact that our identity just comes from the love of God. Um, and so the Lord really revealed all of those truths to me, instilled all those truths in me and, and gave me that confidence on that little boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee a little over a year ago. Friend, that's lovely. Oh my goodness. That, that like, I I feel like in this conversation, I'm being sharpened and challenged, but also my heart is just being calmed by the word of the Lord in this conversation, which is so cool how God does that. Like, wow, I was praying over our conversation and I was asking that the Lord would encourage you and I as he used us to encourage others. And I, I just really believe that that, that is happening. That's so beautiful. And I, I think that you you like hit the nail on the head as to like why it's so important that we know who God says we are because whether it be the lies from the enemy that we have to earn God's love because if we're operating from that place we will never have rest for our soul because we'll be trying to earn something that was already given <laughs> and so it's like an impossible striving So there's that lie. And then, I mean, oh my goodness, we live in a world that is filled with trouble. And Jesus promised, but he said, take heart because he's overcome. But living in a world that is filled with trouble, living in a world that there is an enemy, like our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against the a spiritual war it's spiritual warfare in the heavenly realms um and so how important it is to know who god says we are because there are lies coming left and right declaring who we are not whether it be our beauty it be our worth it be our achievement it it be our validation our affirmation like it can come in many different shapes and forms but the enemy's goal is for us to not have our hearts fully devoted in worship to the Lord. And when we're preoccupied with the lies of the enemy of who we are not, um, it can be hindering. And so, wow, I just, I want to dec- take the this sweet little nugget of time at the end of our conversation to just declare the truth of who God says that we are, because the enemy in the world is telling all of us everything that we are not. But what's so fun is that the opinions of the world is fickle. Like it, it's going to change. One day you're told that you're beautiful and the next day you're told you need to pick it up. And the word of God, it doesn't return void. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I just want to take this time to declare that, wow, in Christ, you are his masterpiece. You are fearfully and wonderfully made for such a time as this. 
in his image, as Kirby mentioned. Also, as Kirby mentioned, you have been given the right to be called a child of God as you have received his name and believed in his name. There is nothing in all of creation, no fear, no anxiety, no shame, no mistake, no no angel nor demon, the past, the present, the future, no amount of works or lack of works could ever separate you from the love of God. And I, I can say this alongside Kirby, that all of you who are listening, we just pray that you rest in this truth today. Because as Kirby like said so beautifully, that when you rest in this truth, the fruit and the things that you go out and do will come from a place of rest rather than from a place of striving. It'll come from a place of being accepted and approved rather than desiring acceptance and approval from people. Um, and so just rest in that today. Wow, I know that I'm encouraged to rest in it as I <laughs> as I've just been blessed by you, sister. Oh, <laughs> No, I mean, literally, it's it's so encouraging to just reflect on this truth. And I mean, the questions that you ask to think back to those times, it's like, wow, like this is truth that you don't just hear it one season. And then it's like, great. Now we move on. It's like this is stuff we have to meditate on daily. So I'm so happy that we talked about this, Emma. And I know that this is going to speak to so many people. So thank you for having me. I seriously appreciate it so much. Yay, Kirby. Yay. <laughs> and I know that you mentioned this at the beginning, but again, share it with people where they can follow you, find you, be encouraged by you one more time. Yeah. So every single Wednesday, I have new podcast episodes on my uh, podcast, Bought and Beloved. You can look that up on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and then I also do YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. My username is Kirby is a boss. So go look me up on there as well if you want to not only get a good taste for influencer type content lifestyle content funny content but more so um biblical based content because we are all about jesus on here so check me out on there and yeah give me a follow comment say hi i'd love to get to know each and every single one of you that's right yay (laughs) yes y'all definitely want to go follow kirby and be in tune with what god is doing in and through her life because it will bless you indeed y'all we love you have the best day ever don't forget how awesome you are don't forget that you are loved by the lord and i'm just cheering you on (laughs) y'all have a good day and we'll talk next week blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.